our Lord and our King, our gracious Lord, the maker of all things, the creator of the universe, the loving God that left his throne above and came to die for man. Lord, expressing your love for mankind. We are very grateful that you have gathered us again today. Lord, to hear from you. Father, we commit each and every one of us in this congregation. Each and every one of us under this roof this morning. We ask, O Lord Jehovah, that you will meet us. We ask, O Lord Jehovah, that you meet us. Grant us a heart, O God. Lord Jehovah, that we are amenable to your word. Open our ears to hear you. Thank you, gracious Lord. I submit myself once again unto you. I am nothing but an instrument. These are your people. These are your dear ones. Father, speak to them yourself. Speak to each and every one of us. That at the end of this service, we will know that we have come. And that we have sat under you. Thank you gracious Lord for hearing us. For in Jesus name we pray. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, the topic we are considering this morning is. Pressing higher. With a heart for others. That's the topic we are considering this morning. Pressing higher. With a heart for others. When we look at this topic, so I was considering this topic, I just discovered that this topic has to do with a relationship. With a relationship a believer has or a Christian has, that Christian who is pressing higher in his or her walk with God, with their heart for the people. With the heart for the people. We are trusting that God. Will help us. To rediscover. The blueprint. Key into it. And equip us. With the grace. To effectively relate with others. That is. Relating with others. According to God's terms. Praise the Lord. And then we will be looking at. Who are these others we are talking about? Who are these others? Others. Has to do with every other person around you. Every person you come in contact with. Every person you come in contact with. Others have to do with different kinds of people. Different kinds of human beings. People of different shapes and characters. People of different tem tem you know, temperaments. People that are easy going. And people that are difficult to deal with. And these are the others. That by God's grace. We will be looking at today. And. Uh, I want to. As I want to pause here. And tell us a little story. Of one beloved brother. When we were in campus. In the 80's. 
There was this beloved brother, a very beloved brother indeed. A very beloved brother. This brother loved God so much. And you know, he wants the Bible study code. You know, you know he had so many positions. One of the positions was that he was a Bible study coordinator for the group at one particular t- time. Then. And this brother, each time he sees you, he will say, my sister, how are you? My sister, have you read your Bible today? I hope you read your Bible today. I hope you, you know, just like that. You know, he's a Jim Jim brother. He loves God so much. But this brother discovered that people were complaining about him. People were complaining, this brother is not a loving brother. He doesn't love, he doesn't show concern. And then this brother was not taking them serious. Until at a particular time, he decided to go, go to God in prayer. Why are these people complaining? I think I'm doing very well. Why are they complaining about me? And I said, when he took time to pray, God, God told him, you are relevant to heaven, but I'm useless to the earth. Relevant to heaven, but useless to the earth. So this is our topic this morning. Pressing higher with a heart for others has to do with you know, vertical and horizontal relationship. When we talk about vertical relationship, your relationship with God. Horizontal relationship has to do with relationship with people around you. People you come in contact with. In your compound. In the church. In the marketplace. Wherever you find yourself. Our relationship. God expects us to re- relate with them. So, having a heart for others has to do with having a heart for people that God had a heart for. And he's still having a heart for them today. And of course we know. Even like the, the prophecy came. The greatest miracle is that of what? Salvation. Having a heart for others. Having a heart for others. And of course we know that the scripture says. That let your light so shine before men. That they should do what? And they come. And they come. It was this others that made God to leave heaven. It was these people we are talking about, these others, that made God to save. You know, you know it, actually, it was Jesus that came, but you know that he was God himself. You know, he left heaven and came to die for these others we are talking about. And God left you and I here to continue to interact with these others. And that's the topic we are looking at this morning. Pressing higher. You know, you have a song that says, I am going higher, yes I am. I am going higher Sunday. I am going higher, yes I am. Going with Jesus to stay. I am going above the shadow. Into the presence of God. Into the presence of Jesus. I am going higher Sunday. Beautiful. In as much as we sing this song. And we are, you know, looking forward that on one day. Like as we were talking yesterday, we said, we are in a vehicle. And this vehicle... There are so many bus stops. The vehicle is flying along the express. Each and every one of us were in this vehicle. And as we get to our various bus stops, it stops and you drop. God wants, you, wants us to relate with people. He, rel- he wants us to continue this work. You know, that he started. Praise the Lord. Yes, back. And I said, there are different types of people. You have people who are difficult. You have people who are very easy to deal with. People who are very easy to relate with. You can easily make friends with them. There are those other people. God expects us to also do what? Relate with them. 
So, and I say, you know, as I was preparing this, and I remembered my grandfather, a blessed memory. Each time he will call us, he will be telling us a story on how to coexist. I remember there is this thing that he was always saying. I call it the theory of elimination. He says, if you continue looking for somebody that behaves like you, you will keep removing them, eliminating, eliminating, until you discover that at a point you will remain alone. Because you will never find anybody that is exactly like you. You will never find any, anybody that is exactly like you. And of course, you remember this other adage that says that a tree cannot make a forest. Can it? It's not possible. A tree cannot make a forest. And uh, I also remember, and I also believe, that our God is a God of variety. And we remember, we know, that this adage that also says, that variety is the spice of Variety is the spice of life. Take a look at, the, at God's creation today. You discover people of different shades. If we even remove, uh, if we remove uh, temperaments, you discover people. You, people are some people are short, some people are tall, some people are you know you, you know uh, you talk about body frame. You see people who are you know I don't want to use the, the word pinchomic. You see people who are you know fat. You see people who are slim. You see people who are you know, these are human beings made by God. What does it tell you? It tells me that God is a God of what? Variety. God is a God of variety. He wants, to, he wants us to relate that, that way. See this person and you take him as a creation of God. God. It has pleased God to make him that way. And God is happy. Because after God says, you know, it is what? Good. Praise the Lord. Ah, and I also want to believe that our God is a God that appreciates life in the community. Communal life. Our God uh, uh, appreciates life in the community. After the, all this creation, God has kept us in where? In a community. And in that community, God wants us to relate with one another. Praise the Lord. So, now we want to look at prerequisites for prerequisites to living the expected life of this community we are talking about. Let's go to Romans chapter 12. When we go to Romans chapter 12 from verse 1 and 2. Romans 12, 1 and 2, it says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present yourselves as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world. Do not copy the world's way of doing things. The ways of live, uh, the world's way of living, rather be transformed by the renewal of your mind. I beseech you. You know, we're talking about this life. Like I mentioned, I said when I'm talking, when I was mentioning the different shades of people that we have, different character. I said we have people that are very difficult to deal with. I say, There's also a saying like that. You keep pursuing this person. You know, you want to love him. You want to show love to this person. And each time, you know, there's that act of love, you know, you are displaying before this person. Rather than this person appreciating it. You know, it's not easy to relate with such people. 
But yet, God wants us to do what? He wants us to relate with them. He wants us to relate with them. And we say it's not possible for you. You cannot relate. Because this flesh will tell you. You cannot relate with this person, no. And that's why we're looking at the prerequisite. The prerequisite. What will make us? What will make me to continue? To relate with this brother. To relate with this sister. That I have tried countless times. And it's not been easy for me. God wants us to continue to relate. So how do I do it? First of all, you know our topic, pressing higher. Somebody who is not yet a Christian is not pressing higher. This person we're talking about has given his life to Christ. And you know, he's trying to. Of course, the scripture also says that we should do what? Pursue what? Peace. Seek peace and do what? Pursue. Praise the Lord. He said that we should present ourselves. We should present ourselves as living sacrifices unto God. A sacrifice. When you give a sacrifice. When we were uh, uh, um, uh, younger, uh, in our childhood, days there in the village, we see, as you are going along the road, you see some, you know, act of sacrifice by the road junction in a basket. Um, obviously, the person that sacrificed is no longer there. He has abandoned it there. That is what God wants us to do. He wants us to give him our life. And we know that God knows it's not easy. But he wants us to do it. We cannot do it on our own. We can only do it when we hand over our lives unto who? Unto God and say, Father, help me, Lord. I should seek peace and pursue it. Like in our compound, there is a woman like that. I don't know about you. This compound, just come there. Whatever, I mean, in short, you'll be wasting your time. May God help us in Jesus' name. God expects us, even as we relate with that kind of person, to show who? Christ to who? To her. Praise the Lord. The world will say, you know, it says, and be not conformed to this world. It says, the world will say, do me, I do you. God, not the world. Do me, I do you, God, not a verse. There is another adage of the word that says, Aka, soya. Say an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But what is God saying? God is saying, Recompense no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. And he says, As much as lieth within you, live peaceably with all men. Avenge not yourself, but rather give place to rot. For it is written, vengeance is mine. Allow God. Allow God. He says, therefore, if thy enemy hunger, do what? Feed him. If he thirsty, do what? Give him drink. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Are these things easy to do? You know, by a carnal man. No wonder God says, mortify therefore your members. Put to death. Hey, Father. And I, you know, you may have maybe on your own, you may have tried and tried and tried and tried. And it's not easy. Go to God. You see one thing, God sees the heart. God looks at the heart. God is looking. Mama, 
father and he will be there he will be there to do what to give a helping hand and god will help you he has not, you know he has helped people he has helped people so god will help us when we submit ourselves unto him when we beseech him father i beseech you lord i beseech you father gracious lord help me help me away for you help me lord help me to shine forth for you lord it's not easy for me help me to shine and of course the lord will hear won't he hear you he will hear he will hear he knows that he has given you an assignment in fact is that assignment that brought is jesus not uh, um, is he not expecting that, that that life to repent jesus wants that woman to repent he wants you to shine forth and when god sees your heart that you are ready you know you are willing you want to cooperate with him and god will do what he will give you the grace praise the lord now let us look at the uh, characteristics of life in the community in the community characteristics of life in the community in the community the blueprint for living in this community i want somebody to open for me galatians chapter 6 verse 10 galatians chapter 6 verse 10 chapter 6 verse 10 galatians 6:10 therefore as we have opportunity let us do good to all especially to those who are of the household of faith okay let me also uh, uh, read it out from um, amplified version amplified version renders it this way so then as occasion and opportunity open up to us let us do good morally to all people not only being useful or profitable to them morally but also doing what is for their spiritual good and advantage be mindful to be a blessing especially to those of the household of faith those who belong to God's family with you that is the believers we're talking about blueprints we're talking about characteristics of or for living in the community blueprint for living in the community characteristics of living of those living in the community or to live effectively in the community that's what we're looking about here he saying as much as he say so then as occasion and opportunity opens up as occasion and opportunity opens up let us do good to all people occasions and opportunity opens up what does that mean it means that opportunities and occasions present what themselves you may not even notice it you may not even be observant enough to see that this is an opportunity oh. this thing is an opportunity so god expects us as people living in this community opportunity made up of diverse people to do what to you know to be observant 
to be sensitive. You know, at times, people in this community may be having needs. You may not know. They may not come to you. How do I know? Am I spirit? Am I spirit? God expects us to do what? To be observant. Well, that does not mean that when you have that kind, when you are in that kind of situation, that you should not open up. You should tell people. You should speak to your brethren. You know, you should speak to you know, thank God for this church. You should speak to the brethren. You should talk to people. You should tell people that you know that are there. These are your brethren in the community with you. You know, open up. And then we should also on our own part, on the part of those other people that are not in that you know uh, uh, situation, we should do what? We should be observant to the opportunity. Praise the Lord. So it says, not only being useful or profitable to them morally, but also doing what is for their spiritual good and uh, advantage. We, are, we have talked about the fact that showing, living with a heart, you know, for others, it means living with a heart for the people that Jesus Christ, you know, loves. Eh? So, we should, you know, for their spiritual good and for their advantage. We should show interest in their growth. We should show interest in the, how they are faring, both spiritually, physically, and otherwise. Praise the Lord. Life in the community. Life in the community. If we look at Romans chapter 9, 12 also, verse 9. Romans chapter 12, verse 9. Romans chapter 12, 9 and 10. 9 and 10. If we look at that place, we see the issue of genuine love. He said, love without what? Dissimulation. Love without pretense. Love from the heart. Love from the heart. Love from the heart. Love. Let love be without Hypocrisy, abhor what is evil, cling to what is uh, good. That is King James Version. So we are talking about genuine love. In this community we are talking about genuine love. Genuine love. This kind of love that made God. Now the Bible says that, it says, while we were yet what? Sinners. Christ died for us. This love that made Jesus Christ, uh, God, or Jesus Christ to leave his throne in heaven, to come and do what? And Rendered his life, sacrificed his life on Oburakwa for people that are appreciating him. You know, people who are, you know, on this side, they're making a doiru this side. So that person, that brother in Aguia, maybe one guy in Aguia, you are on your own. And God expects us to do what? Have genuine love. We should show love without pretense. It's different. Oh, my brother, I love you. You know, my sister. It's, I mean, what is in his heart is totally different. It's hatred and not love. He says, in this community, you know, we're we are talking about life in the community. In this community, there are different people. And in a communal life, this kind of community we are talking about, God expects us to show what? Respect for people. 
everyone in this community, community is, is what? Is important to God. God expects us to do what? Show respect. God expects us to honor one another. God expects us to be hospitable. He said be eager to show hospitality. Be eager to show hospitality. Praise the Lord. Life in the community. Be eager. Eager, you mean In a choya. In a in a in a chisoya. On a go go. To do what? You are looking for somebody to do do good. Abby? Is that am I right? You are eager to do it. You are looking for somebody. You are looking for some onion. You are looking for somebody to do good. Why? Because you know you are doing what? You are not serving that person. You are serving who? You are serving God. Your hospitality to this person is what? Hospitality to God. We will see further as we continue to confirm that my hospitality to this brother, to this difficult person, is my hospitality to who? To God. So, my living that way, I am serving God. I am not serving this person. This person, this person may not even appreciate it. But God, I am fulfilling what God says I should do. Praise the Lord. If we go further in this um, romance, please show us more from this verse 9. You can 10, 11. We are, we are, in fact, we are, looking, we are stopping in verse 13. It says, Bless those who persecute you. <laughs> Odyssey. Bless those who persecute you. Assignment, oh, difficult assignment. But you know what God says? He will not he require from us that thing that He knows that is impossible. It's difficult. But He knows that it is possible. How is it possible? By our dependence on Him. There is this song we normally sing in Scripture Union Live your life in me, oh God. Live your life in me. Live your life in me. Father, help me live this life. And when God lives this life in you, He lives out that life. He showcases that character that He will want in you. Under Him, under God. Praise the Lord. But you know what is common today? That person that is persecuting you when you kneel down, hey, that is, you'll be vibrating. You'll be vibrating. You'll be vibrating. Calling heaven and, you know, Calling thunder. Calling fire. But God is saying what? Bless. We are talking about blueprint for living this life. The life we are talking about in this particular community that God himself has made. Oh. Did you make this community? Are you part of the people that made the community we are talking about? God made this community. And gave us blueprints for living in this community. We are admitting, we are appreciating the fact that some of them are very difficult. But we are encouraging ourselves this morning that with the grace of God, we'll be able to do it. Tell yourself, with the grace of God, I will be able to do it. With the grace of God, I will be able to live this life accepted of me in this community. God will help us in Jesus' name. He says, be happy with those who are happy. Weep with those who are, you know, weeping. Be concerned. Be concerned. We are very busy. We are very busy in the world today. We are very busy. 
We are busy because we have so many needs. We have so many things we are pursuing. Thank God for the prayers. Thank God for God's provision. You know, we are busy. We have to, you know, we have to pursue. So many things are pursuing us. And we are pursuing so many things so that we will be able to meet up with these things. And because of that, we don't have time for ourselves. But God knows. Be happy with those who are happy. Be happy. People who are happy. Weep with those who are weeping. How do we do it? This issue of even visitation. Ah, it is, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's becoming, it's becoming impossible now. So many of us, we find it difficult to visit ourselves. We find it difficult to visit ourselves. We find it difficult to visit ourselves. We find it difficult to share. Share time with one another. Mourn, God says we should, we should do what? Mourn with those who are mourning. We should be happy with those who are uh, happy. We should mourn with those who are mourning. Thank God for Obasanjo and his people. This issue of phone calls. You know, before, I remember when my husband was in Bauchi. If I want to call them, my children were so small. We now go to, I'll just take them. We go to, we didn't have landline then. Until at a, a particular time, we were able to secure one. We go to Nitel. We go and call him when he was in Bauchi. You know, we go and call him myself and the children. I thank God for uh, brother Ozemena. One brother called uh, Ozemena was, that was a director in, in Nitel. Then he would say, come. You know, we'll come, I will just carry these children after school. I'll pick them after school. I'll take them home. They eat after eating. We'll just drive to that place to go and talk to him now so that we'll hear his voice. Eh? Is it not in order? Mm-hmm. So, we will go with the children to go and call. I talk. After talking, he said, Prince. He will talk with Prince. He will talk with Prophet. He will talk with Praise. And when we are coming back, when we are driving home, these children will be singing because they have talked with Daddy. We are happy. You know? Thank God for passenger. What am I trying to say? The phone is... I don't need... You don't need to go to Nitel like me now. The phone is in your pocket. Well, we thank God. At times, you know, you hear credit in Arakwanya. God will provide for us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Why are you going to get credit? this brother, this sister, no in pace. And then one more Lugio making it. Hey, one more Lugigini. That pain, they make it all. It has a certain effect. My doctors that are here, is it true? It does. It does. It have a certain effect. Praise the Lord. So let's learn to share. Let's learn to talk with one another. Let's learn to visit, you know, one another. He said, live, in, live peaceably, live in harmony with each other. Don't be proud to enjoy the company of other people. But condescend to men of low estate. Don't think you know it all. Factions. You know, so class conscious. So class conscious. God says, no. Condescend. Come down from everywhere. Condescend. Relate with Indigenous. As you relate with people up there. You know, you relate with people who are what? Condescend. To people. I, I tend to believe that. Hmm, God, you know, when you come down. And relate with those people that I tend to believe, I don't know, I may be wrong, that God may give you more mark than when you relate to people of your class. 
It's very easy to relate to people there, you know, of your class. But when you come from there and relate to India and then where they call Kahara, you know, you can imagine maybe there is somebody here who is lame and he put out to Ina, you know, Inaga. Ah, uh, 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 is always, the way he says, he just touch you. He doesn't know, that, you know, he may not appreciate that touch in a man at home, madam. He may not appreciate it. But if he has touched you, has he touched you like that before? If he has touched you, you will know. You give a gagwea. Because he may not, he may not be able to know if he has touched you like that before. So when you of that estate comes down, and if you know, oh, how are you today? Kai. He's full. He's full. He's full. Praise the Lord. He says, consciously, I am saying that. He said, consciously learn to relate with people in this community. You know, have we arrived? I can't, you know, only that verse, my husband Neyi, those days. Verse Awa, eh? Only oh, here, there, Please bear with me. God has not finished dealing with me. I, I discovered that. Because uh, I like it, I ought to go old. My husband got choya, in short, I don't think I would have any wardrobe. Man, I saw. I will get discovered. What am I trying to say? Oh, it's Yoku. Because maybe because we have not related the way God you know wants us to relate with you. God is dealing with us. He is dealing with us. God is dealing with us. He will help us. We will get there. God will help us in Jesus' name. God will deal with us today. God will help us to do what? To relate the way he wants us to relate. He wants us to do what? Condescend and relate to people of low estates. Don't think that you know too well. You, you have it all. You know it all. There's this idea that says, no one is the embodiment of wisdom. Nobody. That lame person in this community, he has something. He has something. He has something. And when you relate with him, with that knowledge that he has something, he knows it's important, and he will feel important, and he will feel belong, you know, in that community. When you all are they happy? Anaga, ane kwe kwe ne kwe ne na that community, kwe na hunaga. Ane ma rise, ane ma, you know, anaga, you know, chide kene me kene na wosani. And the Bible talks about, you know, in Psalm um, Psalm one thirty three, talks about unity. It makes for unity, because everybody, you, you know, mumbling. We we'll discuss in that kind of community. Complaining, we we'll discuss in that kind of community. Everybody is at home. Everybody is one. And because you feel loved, you are respected. You are honored. Whether it's Diego, Jirego. Whether it's a medical doctor or a Fokniser. Everybody is important. And you are happy. You know you are in the midst of your brothers and sisters. And you know, Praise the Lord. Life in the community. As we go further. As we go further, let's look at um, Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Colossians 3, verse 12. Colossians 3, verse 12. NLT. Colossians chapter 3, 12 to, we'll look at 12 to 15. NLT. 
He says, clothe yourself. And clothing. King James surrenders it this way. He said to what? You know? Okay, that's King James. He said, clothe yourself. You must put on. If we go to that place, he says, King James will say, clothe yourself with uh, bowels. Not bowels. Bowels. Yes, near. Bowels of mercies. You know, that, when I was looking at that, Bowels. Odimkana, that, you know, mercy. Oh, mercy. Continuous mercy. It, it never stops. Continuous mercy. Say, Bowels. And NLT. This way. Or say, tender mercy. Tender hearted mercy. Tender hearted Mercy. Tender hearted. Tender. All the tender. And that's what King James was talking about when he says bowels. Bowels of mercy. Continuous. I pray that God will grant us the grace in the name of Jesus. He says tender mercy. Kindness. Humility. Gentleness. And patience. Gentleness and patience. Tender mercy. We're looking at blueprints once again. Let me remind us. We're considering blueprints for living in this community. Blueprints for living in this community. And we're identifying tender hearted mercy. Merciful. Be merciful. And of course, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall be what? What does that, what does that mean? It means that if we are not merciful, you cannot marry the mercy of God. Is it what he's saying? You cannot. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. We are seeing the issue of one day acquirable kindness. When you are merciful, you will be able to show kindness. We are seeing the issue of uh, humility. We are seeing the issue of uh, gentleness. That's why I, I, I talk about my reverend, my venerable. You know, he's very gentle. When he just go in, you know, very gentle. Very gentle. Daddy, I'm sorry. I just want to. <laughs> We're talking about issue of uh, patience. We're talking about issue of uh, patience. Issue of patience. Verse 9, 13. Let's show verse 13, please. Verse 13. If we go to, um, if, we, if we also go to, Ephesians chapter, is it 2.14 or so, or 4? We also see this word, making allowance, this, you know, making allowance. Make allowance. This community requires our making allowance for one another's fault. Making allowance. Making allowance. We know what it means by making allowance. If you make a dress today, you don't make allowance. What betide you if you add weight? Especially a, a very nice dress, a beautiful dress. A dress that you, you like so much. And when you put it on, when you wear that kind of dress, and if you don't, if you have that kind of dress, you don't have a, you, you, you sew it without allowance. <laughs> of course, you know what will happen within a short while. Especially if you add weight, you will discard it. So God wants us to do what? But when you, you know, when you put on weight a little and uh, you now take it to a seamstress, please, 
Or maybe you have a, you can even do it, you know, yourself. Just obere, obere here, untua. Imetia, imegini, you okay, omegini, odaba. Omegini, omegini, odaba. And don't you feel your mama kwa ni patriaka, agama ni patriaka. Hey mama, oh so give mama ni ni patriaka. And that's what God is telling us. He said, make allowance for each other's fault. And that allowance that you made would do what? Help you to forgive him. He said, forgive one another. Forgive anyone who offends you. And remember, the Lord forgave you. So you must forgive one another. So if you don't forgive, what will happen to you? A better game. Praise the Lord. Make allowance. Make allowance. As we continue, looking at the blueprint, I want us to look at Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. Blueprints for living in this community. Philippians 2 says, He said, let nothing be done through strife. In this my community. <laughs> let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. But in loneliness of mind, let each other. Let each esteem other better than themselves. King James. Amplified. Nay, queer like this. You know, I'm going to amplify. Let nothing be done through strife, through contentiousness, selfishness, self ambition, or pride, empty arrogance. But in loneliness of mind, in the spirit of true, in the spirit of humility, let each one Regard the others as better than, better than or superior to himself. <laughs> Especially this, you know, this verse, this uh, um, last part of it. Let each other, let each one regard the other person better than or superior to himself. If we go near, if we have a community like this, how do you think? You know, everyone, you know, we feel. When you, when you see this brother, this my brother like this, you see him as better than you. You honor him. In fact, you know, even when you want to talk, you know, you, 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 you consider him. You see, that, you know, he's better than you. You see him. How? how? And this other brother also is looking at you. And looking at you that way. There will be harmony. Harmonious living. I just pray that God will help us to live in this community. The kind of life that he expects from you and I in this community. That God will help us. Praise the Lord. Now. Yes. Let us look at further instru- uh, uh, God's further instruction about life in this particular community we are talking about. We have been looking at it, but let's look more closely. Let's, let's look more closely about life in the community. Life in this community. If we go to Deuteronomy chapter 15. Deuteronomy chapter 15. Are we there? Deuteronomy 15. Deuteronomy 15 from verse 7. 
We read seven. Let's see seven and let's see eleven because of our time. Seven and eleven. It says, If there be among you a poor man of thy brethren within any of thy gates in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not harden thine heart, nor shut thine hand from thy poor brother. Eleven. You can, you can read seven to eleven, but we are just taking um, seven and eleven because of our time. Eleven says, For the poor will never cease from the land. Therefore I command you, saying, You shall open your hand wide to your brothers, to the poor and the needy in your land. This was the instruction God gave to the Israelites and is giving to you and I today. He gave it to the Israelites and he's giving it to you and uh, I today. God was rehearsing to them the way he expects them to live. The way he wants them to live in the community. You know, God was taking them to where? To where? The land of Canaan. He was taking them to the land flowing with milk and honey. This land flowing with milk and honey. Poor people got no question. The poor will not depart from your gate. The land flowing with milk and uh, honey. So God was telling them, I want you to live a communal life. In this particular place I'm taking you to. You see this community I'm taking you to. I want you to live this life. The communal life. I want you to learn how to share. Share with one another. Share with one another. Particularly, he was talking to them about, you know, the, 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 the poor. But in this community, I want, I want to add that in this community, God wants us to share. Share our resources. Share our time. You know, share our life. We have talked about the issue of uh, visitation. We have talked, because you may be saying, hey, now we are talking about the poor. Maybe in terms of money. But no, we call Ragi in terms of time. God expects you to, you know, to visit. God expects you to share. He needs hands to help. You, can, you don't have money, but you can give your time. So God was telling the Israelites, He said, when you get to this land, open your hand wide to your brothers. Open your hand wide to your brothers. I must, at this point also, appreciate this church. Somebody was telling me, say, hmm. You know, at times, you know, oftentimes, you know, intermittently, I can say, uh, bring your clothes, your, you know, bring your clothes, your dresses, and your shoes, and things like that, that you want, you can share with people, outreach, you know, this outreach, you know, even here, you know, Somebody was telling me, no, how can you live in If I feel the ebang, that's in a wow. And the person, let me just quote. I say, these doctors, if they fight, they are going to marry you together. And how do I cheat? How can I make an image of iron? Image of iron like this, you know? If we shoot, we are going to marry each other. They can never hear fear. I must appreciate this church and the leadership of this church. So, this, you know, the poor are not neglected. That's what I'm trying to say. Let's continue. 
let's continue. It's not just here in the church. But I also say that there's also room for what? Improvement. Let's show more. Yes, we are carrying in this area. We are carrying in this regard. Let's show more. Let's show more. There may be people who are here in our midst here. You don't have job. This church is so much. You know, they just share. I got found there, you know, observant, you know, and I may observe. Yeah, not cheaper. Then when we make a call, ha, then we make a call. After service, you know, you just see them, just see. I don't want to call names. I see some people they just. On a bit church, we talk. We go. We had it at ten thousand nakwa. Man, on a la, who share chagia? You chagia under mado. You may observe. Now for nyenka, nyenka. We want to see some very far places now, bia. Apparently, who was somebody? I've not been seeing the person for some time now. Apparently, maybe we go to Jabamoto. Because it's quite far, you know. These are the areas that God wants us to watch, be observant about, and share with one another. Praise the Lord. The poor will never be lacking in your gate. Amam naga says, "Chineke koko la kangudo the poor." Manhania, God is God is special to share. Now let's continue. Well, at this point, let me also say something. We need to strike a balance. We need to strike a balance. God is not encouraging. It's not encouraging what? It's not encouraging laziness. I want to, I want, I want to, I want to strike that balance. It's not encouraging laziness. And of course, we know his words from the scriptures. God, he cannot. He cannot. If we, if we take, uh, if we look at Second um, Thessalonians chapter three, say who do, he who does not walk should know what should not eat. God wants you to walk. Don't be. I appreciate the fact that some people are very lazy. Some people are very lazy. Some people are lazy. You don't want to walk. You may say, eh, I have looked for work, I have looked for work. You have looked for, there are, there are so many kinds of, oh, maybe white collar. Yes, look for something to get, you know, occupy you, get engaged. As a, you know, to bridge the gap. Between no gang kawa, that one in a maybe no, and that one in a lanya. See how you can bridge the gap. So God is not encouraging laziness. And God says also, in First Timothy chapter five verse eight, he that is not able to provide for his household is what worse than an infidel. So don't fold your hands. Selfish people. We are striking a balance. God says, if you cannot fill your household, that you are worse than an infidel. Get involved. Look for something and do. God will bless it. God will bless it. Praise the Lord. And children carefully need to be very lazy. You are not. It will make people even not to see you. Let's continue. Matthew twenty-five. Let's look at Matthew twenty-five, thirty-four to forty. That place is a very um, popular passage. Yes, it says, "I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty." And you gave me no drink. I was a stranger. Okay. Hungry. People who are hungry. He says, I was hungry. I was thirsty. I was a stranger. I was naked. I was um, sick. And I was imprisoned. And you visited me. You came to me. Thirsty. You gave me drink. Hungry. You gave me food. I was naked. You clothed me. God, he was just telling them, Jesus. He said, hey. 
when you were hungry, when you were thirsty, you were naked, a stranger in prison, visit again. No. 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 Jesus called them together and says, You know, he said, No. Surely I say unto you, Inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these my brethren, Kai, you did it to me. Inasmuch as you did it to who? One of these my brethren, you did it to me. And of course, I'm at Nachineke Makesi Akugo. Eh? Chineke Makesi Akugo. When you are doing it, God says you are lending to him. He, he knows how, he knows how to pay back. And of course, he says in Proverbs chapter 11 verse 25, that the Libra soul shall be, don't work, shall be made fat. And he that watered shall be what? Shall be watered. In Luke 6.38, what does it say? It says, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together. Running over. Shall men do what? Give unto your bosom. When we give, especially when we give with cheerful hearts. When we give with cheerful hearts. When we give with the heart that we are doing God. You know, we are, we are loving the person God loves. We are fulfilling the mandate of God. God will do what? Kai. Hey, now Usagia. May God help us to give in the name of Jesus. May God help us to show concern in the name of Jesus Christ. Remember, we are talking about life in the community. Everyone in this community is important, like we said earlier. Everyone in this community needs to be accorded some level of respect. God is interested in the way we comport ourselves in this community. Now, let's see. Are there models? We round up with that. Are there models? Are there models of life in the community? Time will fail us. So look at the life of Docas, but we know that story very well. Don't we know the life of Docas? We know the story very well. How she was, you know, sewing dresses and looking for people that need them and was giving to, you know, giving, giving to them, particularly the widows. He was sharing the, sharing it. The widows were sharing it. I will remember the story of Boaz and Ruth. Boaz. I'm a, I'm a that wedding man. You know, Boaz. I will remember him in the book of Ruth. Take it down. Ruth chapter 2, where we read 3 to 10 and then 14. We, we see it very well. Ruth was just, and Boaz instructed them, when you are harvesting, purposely leave some, you know, medical so that when Ruth comes, he will do what? You know, he will take them. He will have her. She will, you know, as she's gleaning. She just purposely leave them. Just purposely leave them. And Ruth, hey. And not just that. Hey, my chakwa. Oh, see Ruth, lekwaya. Miri agu miri go wagi megini. Biaba. Ruth, buaz omana Ruth na biaba. Omaro. Agu miri go wagi. Bateba, le miri ya o. Amaro mojiro yi boto. Siya, le miri ya. You know. Ruth no gide ru gide ru gide o gomegini okuru mi ro ngo ongo 
Oh, we call, oh, 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 he may have said, I am a Kwanonya and I be on the Isoro. Manomegini, that is not it. What he had? There is joy in sharing. There is joy in sharing. So, Halilabata, he shared, yeah, everybody was happy. Now, we will summarize by looking at the life of Elisha and the Shonamite woman. We will round up there. Second Kings chapter 4. Second Kings chapter 4. 8 to 17. Second Kings chapter 4. You will read it when you get home. I will just highlight some things there because of time. Second Kings chapter 4. 8 to 17. And then eight, um, chapter 8, 1 to 6. If we look at that place, it's telling us about a, one, a great woman. The Shunammite woman. We know that story very well. But let's just observe. Let's just look intimately and see what God will want us to take away from here that will help us in our lives in the community. There was a great woman. A worthy woman. She opened her home. She opened her house for the man of God. You could say for a stranger. She opened her house for a stranger. And of course the scripture says, He that giveth a cup of cold water to a prophet must receive a, the prophet's reward. She opened her home. And not just that she opened her home, in verse 8, there is something there. I want to pick one word. In verse 8 there. Verse 8, it says, She constrained him to eat bread. That word attracted my attention. Constrained. She constrained him to eat bread. It caught my fancy. That word. Constrained. She gave him an invitation to come and eat. She persuaded. The invitation was not casual. That word constrained. As I was looking at it. I just observed that the invitation was not a casual one. It was not like It was not just I wouldn't cage a maze it was, a, it was an invitation from the heart. It was an invitation from the heart. The Bible says, it says, love without hypocrisy. Over on all, no. It was from the heart. It was from the heart. It was from the heart. Pressing higher with a heart for others. Pressing higher with a heart for others. It was from the heart. A genuine invitation. When she, pers- when she invited him, she persuaded. She persuaded. Oh, what a hospitable woman. I feel she must have garnished the food so lavishly that the man of God could not withstand it. He said, man of God, come and eat. And the food was there. Decorated, maybe decorated with so many colors. It was so much so to arise, arouse what? Appetite. If we go further, like in verse 9, we can also see the issue of sensitivity. 
I observed that. The issue of sensitivity. The Bible says in verse 9, she perceived. You know, we're saying that life in the community. Yes, we're also saying that life in the community also demands that those of us living in this community should be observant. We should be sensitive to the leadership of the Holy Spirit, to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. This woman was observant. The word perceived. He perceived that Elisha was a holy man of God. Nobody may have told her. She just perceived. She looked. That she was a holy man of God. And again, that she passes what? Continually. Is it? Can you observe it in your, in your, in your, in your this? Passes Obehawa beginning continuously. Kai. If I said, if you must press higher with a heart for others, you must be sensitive to environment. You must be observant. You must be sensitive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. In verse 10, you must show concern. You must show concern. You must show concern. In verse 10, he says, you know, she pleaded. You know, in verse 10, we say that she pleaded with the husband. Ah, darling. I see that this is a man of God. I see that this man of God could be stranded at times, especially when he comes this way. This is not his house. He doesn't live here. He doesn't have a house this way. Darling, let us make room for him. And set a bed in the room. We put a table, put a stool, put candle for this man of God. So that whenever he comes around this way, he will do what? He will have a place of uh, rest. A place to lay his uh, head. From verse 12 to 13, I, I also observe something. When you get home, please, read this place. Because of time, we are not reading it. It says, from 12 to 13, I also observe that this woman was doing all this for the man of God with no string attached. We say, how do I know? Look at that place. She was only serving God. She was only pressing higher. Serving with the heart for others. She was serving God with all humility. Say, how do I know? If you read that place, you see this. He says, when Elisha says, he says, you have lavished so much care on us. What can I do for you? This was Elisha talking to the woman. Would you be spoken to? Uh, would you be spoken for to the king or the captain of the army? You have done so well. You have been, you have shown us so much kindness. What do you want me to do for you? Do you want me to tell the king about you? Do you want me to tell the commander of the army, the captain of the army? And the woman answered and said, and she answered, I live among my people. In other words, what does that mean? It means I'm okay. Man of God, I am okay. Man of God, I am satisfied. I am contented. I am okay, sir. I'm doing you all this. Not because of what I want you to do for me in return. I am doing it because I am serving my God. I am not doing it to get anything from you. But the man of God will not rest. The man of God will not take that. And I say, if you don't have contentment, 
you cannot give out. You can't. You be, you become a dead sea. You can never get it. Nah, 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 nah. And we know, we know, we know, we know, we know so so well about the dead sea. At the point you become poisonous. Everything that comes into you will be dead. And I said, in verse fourteen, I say, also notice the attitude of contentment did not make Elisha to do what to give up on her. Because the scripture says that he that watereth shall also be watered. He who sows must reap. It is the principle of life. When you sow, there is a time for sowing and a time for what? Harvesting. When you sow, you must surely harvest. You will reap. The woman have, the woman, you know, sowed into the house of, uh, into the heart of the man, uh, life of the man of God. She cannot prove prevent, you know, the blessing. It must come. That is the principle of life. When that woman, when the woman said that, I said Elisha did not give up. Elisha now turned to his servant Gehazi. He says, hmm, now what for this woman? What can we do to show appreciation to this wonderful woman? What can we do to show appreciation to this hospitable woman? Gehazi says, Daddy, sir, there is something we can do. There is something. I've noticed one thing. Since we started coming into this house, I've been so observant and I have noticed that they don't have issue. And more especially, the husband is old. And I just say, eh, okay, 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 ah, oh, that is good, that is, go and call her for me. Call her for me. Call her for me. And uh, she call, he called the woman. As soon as the woman came in, Elisha made a proclamative statement. Proclamative statement over her life. He says, At this season next year, you will embrace a son. At this season next year, you will do what? You will embrace a son. As I was reading this, my dear brethren, I observed that Elisha said a son. He didn't just say a child. He said a son. And I was just, I was just, I was just, I was just, you know, contemplating it. And I said, and indeed it happened. It happened. The woman showed hospitality and she got in her nature. The woman showed hospitality and she got it came now. The woman showed hospitality. She got Obinna. She showed hospitality and got Ebano. And this made the woman to become sure-footed in the husband's house. She became sure-footed. She became sure-footed in the husband's house. I will post a little. I was discussing with somebody. We had a training somewhere for farmers. And there was this woman. There was a woman. Let me not say where she was. She was sharing with me. We were just talking. She was just sharing her life with me. And she said something. She said, 
she was telling me the kind of things you know she's passing through that she had what what she's passing through in her office and she, I said, how many children she said she had is it five or six that's well that she didn't set out to have that number what was because they were looking for a male child and they kept giving birth giving birth until the sixth one i be the fifth one you know that was a male child and they stopped he said, why? Because people were telling her, And So, when this woman now gave birth to a son, she now stopped. She became sure-footed in the husband's house. She became happy. That was what was done for this woman. And God now visited her. And bless her with Obinna, with Ihanacho, with Ikenna, with Ebano. When you give, when you share, definitely blessings must come your way. But let's pause a little. Suffice it to say that Umwa Umwa. Eh? Umwa Umwa. Umwa Umwa. I'm not saying that Umwa Umwa. In fact, even somebody was telling me that even girl, you know, uh, um, one, the more, uh, yeah, you know, but let me, let me stop there. But um, be content with whatever God has given you. Be content with whatever God has given you. As we round up, let's just look at, we are looking at, I said we are rounding up with Shonamite and there. Let's look at, uh, Shonamite we are still considering, we are closing there. 2 Kings chapter 8. Second Kings chapter 8. If you look at that place, 1 to 6, just put it down in your scripture. But there's something I want to bring out from that place. What do I want to bring out? You know when... Okay. Let's look at it. Now, Elisha had said to the woman whose son had been restored to life, Arise and go to your household and sojourn there. And sojourn wherever you can. For the Lord has called for a famine. And moreover, it will come upon the land for seven years. You know, this son at a point died. Eh? And what happened? He was brought back to life. And because of this singular goodness of this woman to the man of God. She was blessed with this son. And when this son died. You know God brought him back to life. And again. The family of this woman. Was delivered from what? Famine. God gave her an open check. God gave her an open check. Choose. Choose. Where you will sojourn. Because there is going to be what? Famine. Because she has given. Because she has shared. You know, she has given all. And God made her his what? Confident. God could share. God could tell her what was coming. And God could shield her and the family from famine. Let us pray. Bow down your heads as we pray. Yes. We are living in the community. How have you fared so far? And how are you faring?
in this community. Just look at your life. Look at your life. In the light that all, all, in the light of all that God has spoken to us. For these few minutes. God may have told you one thing or the other. Is there anything you are taking out from this place? If there is nothing. At least be reminded of the fact that you are living in a community. This community is a community that was established by God and that God has a way He wants you and I to comport ourselves in this community. He wants us to share. He wants us to continue. When you sow into the hands of men, you are sowing into the hands of God. You are sowing for God. You are serving God. Life in the community. Life in the community. As you pray for yourself, think about your environment. The compound where you live. Your environment. Even Even the church here. Think about your environment. How observant are you? How sensitive are you? Are you? How sensitive am I? To the promptings of and the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Commit your life unto him. You know when we are talking, we looked at the prerequisites. We observed that we cannot, we cannot live this life without the help of God. Submit yourself unto God. And I know God is here to do the needful in your life. Heavenly Father, your word has come to us. And Almighty God, we come to you looking at ourselves and find we cannot measure up to your expectations so far of us to excel each other better than ourselves, to respect one another, to look unto the affairs of others. Lord, to seal peace and pursue sin. And Father, to also look into the lives of others and as much as lies within us. Do good to all men. Do good to all around us. And let your light in our lives so shine to others that they may see our lives and our works and give glory to you and above all to those of the household of faith. Give us bowels of mercy opened up again in Jesus' name. May the fruit of the Spirit in every regard Reach out through our lives that the love of God shed abroad in our heart may really reach out to the high, to those at our level, and to those lower in the name of Jesus Christ. May we fulfill the need of one another and may we also reach out in spirit, in kind, in material ways, Lord, to be one another's brother and keeper in the name of Jesus Christ. Remove every sense of esteem. Remove every aspect in us that gives us a complex, whether for high or for low, and make us truly humble. Make us truly see ourselves in you. Make us truly see ourselves as stewards of the manifold dimensions of God's goodness and grace. And to share same, and as we multiply and share out to others, may your grace abound unto us the more, in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, reach out to everyone here and make us truly a community of those 
who are truly one in you, one in spirit, one in body, one in mind, and truly, Lord, moving on in the joy and the peace of the spirit. May we also reach out to those who are not yet of the household of faith and share the word of salvation and share the word of prayer and be able to ensue peace and live with them and minister your testimony in their midst with joy and gladness in the name of Jesus Christ. Equip us with this and may the fullness of your power abound in our lives to greater dimension. In Jesus' name we pray. 